Hello, everybody. My name is Dietrich Wingpole, and welcome to the Good Steward Podcast. Whoa, we have somebody in the video, a, a <laughs> face that you may not be familiar with, um, but this guy, man, he's a brother to me. We have Bishop Reverend. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh man, just, just Joel, man, just Joel. What's up, guys? Um, my name is Joel. Um, I'm a guest here on the Good Steward Podcast. Um, I hope you guys are having a good evening thus far. Yes, so I have my great friend Joel um, in today's show, and we have a very important topic to talk about. Kingdom men need friendships, and I'm reminded. Uh, Proverbs 18, verses 1, English Standard Version, and it says, Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. When I was reading this key scripture, it reminded me of how men grow in isolation. It seems like we navigate this world under silos, and it will it will absolutely cause a detrimental effect to your well-being men we need friendships we need community and i am reminded as well as i mentioned before joel very special person he's a brother to me and i refer to proverbs 17 verses 17 niv and it says a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity joel and i we've known each other for six years but we've become really great friends over the last two years so joel i would love to hear from you how that how did that come about yeah 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 so um, and I guess just some background on me, as I said, my name is Joel. Um, I, in terms of, I guess, a specific context, church and such, um, I, a, I'm a member of the band. Um, I don't play as often as I used to, but I play the trombone. Um, and, you know, we are all part of the band together. Um, outside of that, um, I love... Hmm, I love stories, man. And I know that's that's one thing that we we connect about. I love stories. Um, I love movies. Uh, I love digging deep and um, just dealing with different things. Um, you know, I've been asked to eloquently by our by the leadership at church to speak a few times. So thank them for that. But um, yeah, man, I guess that's a obviously there's always more to the story. But that's like a brief, brief synopsis on on me, if you wanted to know, I'd say music, I'd say teaching, and then I would say story and such. And as I said, there's more, but yeah, man, um, we've been, we've been friends now for like, I want to say, like you said, six years and then, you know, really close or gotten closer since the last two. And to be honest with you, I think part of what bridged the gap in terms of just us going to a different place, a different level, was just the fact that at the time I was struggling, you know? So going back to that, that verse, right? Proverbs 18, verse one, unfriendly people care only about themselves, right? They lash out at common sense, right? And there's this idea of 
isolation, right, that you had mentioned before. I think oftentimes, and, and this, is more, this is more common than you think, um, we struggle in silence. And maybe it's because, maybe it's because as guys, um, it's, we're just kind of told to take the brunt of the load. Um, but I was struggling, you know, I was struggling with different things at the time. And um, when I expressed it to, you know, Diedrich here, and then also one of our other friends, um, I think they resonated and they understood because at that moment, it made me realize, one, we're all human, we're all guys, and we can all relate here. And so from then on, it kind of became a thing where we committed to having our, our weekly discussions. And um, obviously, since then, it's kind of been broken up. We both have different schedules, but we do every so often try to make time to kind of just catch up because it's important. <laughs> to to kind of unwind and to show somebody a side of you that I guess not everybody gets to see. I remember that very moment. It was August 2021. This was during the height of the pandemic. And I remember that moment when you texted me, you were like, man, I'm struggling and I need community, especially with men who are around my age group because we're about, we're around the same age, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. when you texted me that message, how much you need community and you're sharing that you're struggling alone. I was like, man, I'm struggling too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, I right. needed, and I need community. And like you mentioned before, we started talking Weekly discussions, the weekly discussions first started off was like, yo, bro, how was your week? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, some, 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 I wouldn't say surface level stuff, but it was more mm-hmm. so like a check-in. Mm-hmm. And I think that was so viable at that time because one, we were, we were in during, we were in the height of the pandemic. That's one. Yeah. So there yeah. was a need for us to like really sift through our thoughts and like what's going on because it was a tumultuous time, mm-hmm. right? That's one. But also two, it was nice to hear like what's been going on and to hear your thoughts and to hear, you know, your day and your week. I think it was like therapeutic in a sense. <laughs> right. it, it reminds you, it reminds you that you're not this, you're not the only person in the world, that there are other people going through a walk with you, you know what I mean? And doing, going through their own struggles and experiences. And if anything too, I guess, just hearing other people out, I guess maybe even in a way, it kind of humbles you and brings you down to earth a little bit because you can kind of get in your own head and kind of think like, you know, it's me, 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 and what I'm going through. But when you listen to other people, you'd, you'd be surprised <laughs> what other people have to say. And so it puts everything in perspective for you. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And along the process, you know, we learned a lot about each other, right? Mm-hmm. You know, some of the things that we were struggling and as well as some of our goals and ambitions. And yeah. there was this, it immediately created an environment of not only lifting each other up, but mm-hmm. also accountability. Yeah. And that was huge. And not only accountability, but also development. Yeah. So what does that mean? So like I mentioned before, our discussions were firstly, were first like check-ins, right? How's your week? How's your day, et cetera. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then we realize 
that we love talking about the word of God. <laughs> we love talking about the word of God. So it, it, it transitioned into, yo, let's assign a sermon that we can find on YouTube. You know what I mean? Yep. And once we did that, the following week, because I believe at first we met on a Monday at first. Yeah, yeah. Right. We share our thoughts. And since a sermon is typically 40 minutes to an hour, that was <laughs> right. a lot to, yo, we had a lot to talk about. Right. You know what I mean? So if you can yeah. share like how, you know, if that experience was edifying, how did that yeah. help you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think at that time we were both just looking to kind of grow in the faith. And since we both like depth and like you said, we both like the word, um, love the word. Um, it, it kind of pushed us to hold each other accountable and it challenged us, right? Because some of the messages were difficult and they are challenging and they are applicable to our day to day. So I, I think that having that was a good starting point. Obviously, I think as we went on, I think we kind of moved to just catching up with how each other's doing in life. And then as chance would have it, or as, you know, it would say like the Holy Spirit or whatever, um, it would kind of just go into talking about the word. And then we would just kind of go and flow from there. Um, but I think that was a good, that was a good groundwork. That was a good establishing point. And just for, I guess, any listeners out there, um, that doesn't have to, it doesn't have to look like that for you. You know, that's how it started for us. Um, but that, that's not how it has to look for you. Um, it could be worship music, right? It, it couldn't just be sending each other a scripture. It could be bringing up a topic to talk about. Um, and then again, as, as we said before, just the starting up of catching up and just seeing how a person's day is, you'd be surprised how in the normal things, there's so much, uh, potential for, I guess, spiritual things to be talked about, right? Cause what you, what you know, what, what you'll find is that there is a lot of um, there's a lot of things to unpack in the in the little nuanced normal things that we do, and so it's like if if you if we really just take a minute to really just think about that, uh, honestly, we'd have a lot more to talk about. Oh, absolutely, man! And I remember our discussions like when we talk about the Word of God, we went on for hours. Yeah, we go for a bit. <laughs> we went <laughs> we went for hours and then we were like the holy spirit because we let's say that the scripture or the sermon excuse me was about faith right uh -huh. and then you were like the holy spirit reminded me of the faith of abraham and then we just uh -huh. go on and on and on and like what does that mean right. and how that and it was like man we just went on for hours and hours and hours and right. as i reflected that experience it was truly edifying because you mentioned before that it challenged us, right? It right. challenged us to see within ourselves on how the word of God can transform the way we walk, the way we think, the way mm -hmm. we talk. And mm -hmm. I felt like from my experience, it truly helped me to understand my identity in Christ and who I am in relation to Christ, you mm -hmm. know, because a lot of the sermons that were shared, right? were identity driven were um how do you essentially have this close and intimate relationship with christ because a lot of our sermons a lot of the sermons shared were, were essentially re revolved around that and mm -hmm. i have to say that looking back it really really helped yeah. me out man 
Yeah. I'm sure you did. No, for sure. For sure, man. And uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm grateful for it. It was, it was needed. It was needed at that time. And then as, as I was saying, um, over time, it just kind of transitioned to where we would catch up. And obviously, you know, life happens and uh, job things and stuff like that change and all that. But um, yeah, from then on, we at this point, I think we had a little bit more of a structure in terms of we, we established a pattern of being in the word more. Right. So if if we didn't send each other a message for the week, we were still OK, because then at that point we had something to bounce off on based on reading or just based off questions that were on our mind. Because I, I think sometimes, too, as as believers, um, there were certain questions or, or things that we don't uh, we don't want to confront and we don't want to tackle. But like, this is real life, you know, and I, I don't think God is um, devoid of reality. And it's the opposite. I think he's very aware of reality and the things that we face. So just talking about that and seeing how God works through that, right? The, we were talking before the everyday stuff. Um is powerful. And then what it does also is it makes the word feel more alive because then it's not, it's not just words, right? It, it is not just words. And if you're a believer, it, 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 I don't think it can just be words. Um, it's, it's a way of life. Absolutely. And speaking of alive, it, it, the word, the word of God is alive. It reminds me of scripture. Here we go again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. It is uh, Hebrews. Chapter 4, verses 12, NIV. And it says, mm. For the word of God is alive and active, mm. sharper than any double-edged sword. Mm. It penetrates even to the dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Right. Wow. You know, just truly examining like the word of God is active and alive. So it's applicable as we navigate and as we walk mm -hmm. in our, you know, in our day to day, mm -hmm. God reveals himself in his word and yeah. our everyday interactions. And like, as we reflect and we press in to the, pre into the presence of God, you know, there's a lot of things that he can uproot and he can reveal to us. And I, and I believe that when we had when we we've had our weekly discussions it opened up that attitude right that mm -hmm. mindset where yo as we reflect our day to day there's mm -hmm. so much as we press into god there's mm -hmm. so much that god is revealing to us and then yeah. we just share <laughs> we just share <laughs> right and I, it, it's yeah, it's something that you all we you always say every time we when we talk about the word you always say there's a lot to unpack. And that's just the bottom line. <laughs> there is so much to unpack. And it's like, you can never just have one conversation because there is, there's so much there, there is so much, but, but yeah, the, the word is applicable. Um, but to that, back to that verse, right. Um, talking about the, the word is alive. Um, how does this apply to friends? Yeah. Right. Well, if your friends are in the word of God, that's going to help you to be in it too. So, you know, the, the Bible talks about on more than one occasion about the company that you have. And, um, you know, if you're, the people in your circle aren't doing that, chances are you may start, but then you'll kind of drift off. 
So it's really important um, who you choose and, and who you trust in that in that circle, because I mean, and we'll talk about it soon. You know, um, there's a passage where Jesus talks about who is his friend and he talks about him being the true vine. Uh, you need your friends sometimes to kind of point you back in that direction. But if you don't have those friends in the first place, it's kind of hard. And then this is where the quandary of being in isolation is difficult because then who who's there to help you point back to the true vine, which is um, as in John 15, they're talking about, he's talking about Jesus. He's talking about himself, right? Like how, how can you get pointed to the true vine if your friends aren't also being pointed to the true vine, you know? So you need, you need your friends. You do. You, that's a true statement. You need your friends um, to help you along the walk because the walk was never meant to be in isolation. That's a good point. That's a good point. And we're definitely going to touch on John 15. And you mentioned, you know, the importance of having a friend who's in the word of God, who's going to direct you and point you back to the vine, right? Back mm-hmm. to the source, back to truly your number one friend, <laughs> your <laughs> best friend. <laughs> All right. You All right. We're you, talking about friends. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And, you know, we could talk about the benefits of having a good friend. Um, you know, the, the results may be great counsel, right? Accountability opens the environment to confess each other's sins, uh-huh. right? Which we've done, right? It opens the environment to pray for each other, to yeah. carry each other's burdens, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's this, uh, it's this, it's this Christ-like behavior that's uh-huh. demonstrated, right? Uh-huh. And there's this beauty of it because, like, as I mentioned about the one of the key verses I mentioned, Proverbs seventeen seventeen, that. A brother is born for a time of, of adversity. Imagine that, you know, that aspect, that season that an individual is going through. But a brother who's able, right? A friend who's mm-hmm. able to pray for you, to intercede for you, to, right. to hold you accountable, right. to encourage you. Right. And we can go on and on and <laughs> on, right? Yeah. And... It's true. It's truly a beautiful and remarkable experience because you will now see like you're placed in an environment where you just have no choice but to grow <laughs> in Christ. <laughs> right, right, right. And it's the Bible, um, especially in the, the Old Testament, it, it talks a lot about and if you can, there's so many verses that talk about um, what, what is important. Right. And one of the most important things is to love your neighbor as yourself. Right. And your friends are your neighbors. Right. And um, if you hold your friends to such a high degree, then the way that you love them is a reflection of you and the way that they love you speaks to your relationship. So loving your neighbor as yourself applies to your friendships, Uh, you know, even outside of like family or romantic or whatever else, you know, like your friendships, your friends are your neighbors. Right. And and I know we, you know, you go to work in the morning and you pass different people that you may never see again. And those are technically your neighbors too. And we may think about it as that, but no, your neighbors are also the people that you bump shoulders with every day. And it obviously matters to God, right? So it should matter to us too. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is a, that is a phenomenal point, man. 
phenomenal point. And, you know, as we were, we wanted to touch on and expound on John, John 15. Uh, yeah. Once again, you mentioned the importance of a friend who's going to point you back to your best friend, your number one friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you mentioned, you know, as we were studying um, this particular chapter, um, the true vine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned um, a remarkable discovery about Jesus calling his disciples friends. Yeah. May you expound yeah. on that? Yeah, yeah. So let's go to the, the passage here. Sir. This is John 15, verses 12 and then on. Yep. So it says, and this is the, um, the ESV version. Mm-hmm. Um, it says, this is my command, commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends. So even if we just take that, right, that alone, what does that sound like to you? You know, <laughs> who does that sound like to you? That sounds like Jesus yep. because he, he, he put his life down on the line. God is showing us like, listen, this is the type of, this is the type of love that I'm talking about. You know, these are the, these are, this is, I'm going to show you and really amplify what it really means to be a friend. Um, he, he takes that to a whole new level. Right. And then he says, you are my friends. If you do what I command you, no longer do I call you servants for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. So two things come to mind, right? One is it's an immense privilege, right? It's an immense privilege to be called by God your friend, right? God calls you his friend. Just if you sit on that, that already is a is a crazy statement, right? Um it, it is a privilege, right? But it also speaks to the fact that this friendship with Jesus is, nece- is a necessity because he calls himself the true vine, which means we have to be plugged into him. So Amen. even as we talk about friends, yeah, even as we talk about friends, like you can be with your friends and all that, but you have to remember too that what is your source? Like what are you going back to? Because in order, we talked about before, love your neighbor as yourself. And someone may be asking, well, how do you do that? Well, if you're taking the time to spend time with Jesus, um, it will make you a better lover of your friends. It will make you a better lover of your, the people around you because who did it better than him, right? So if you spend time with your true friend, which is Jesus, which is the true vine, it will make you, uh, obviously, there are still things to be worked out in that, right? Because um, we all have different issues. But if you spend time with the true vine, it will make you better to be a true friend to other people. Uh, and that applies to everyone in your life. So it speaks to the fact that we're privileged. And it also speaks to the fact that um, being with Jesus isn't just a want, it's a necessity. Amen. Amen. Wow. Absolutely yeah. speechless. What a remarkable thing to say that Jesus is our friend, our right. true friend, and his and his love is perfect, complete. And when we rest, right, and we embrace the complete, perfect love of Christ, mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful experience to experience that, but yeah. also to demonstrate that. To right. your friend. Wow. Right. 
Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, man. As you would say, a lot to unpack, right? A lot to unpack, <laughs> a lot to discover. And man, Joel, we can go on for hours talking about this. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. I just, I guess if I was to just say anything else, um, I guess for anyone listening that maybe um, you're looking for friends or um, you know, you're looking for a kind of, um, an outlet. I, I would say, as we talked about before, uh, start by going to your true friend. Um, and what I mean by that is go to him and talk to him and, and pray and honestly seek him and say, God, like I'm in need of friends. I'm in need of people around me to, to help me and to keep me grounded. And, um, watch what he does with that. Now, obviously you have to play a part. You have to kind of put yourself out there and, um, you kind of have to, you know, use your own hands and feet. But um, I think with time, he, he will also show you, right, um, where who you need to be associated with. But that would just be one place to start. Obviously, there's many different things. Um, if you're in a local community, I guess that would help too. Yeah, that's truly insightful. Go to the source and resort to your number one friend, Jesus Christ, and you know, if you, because a lot of people are struggling, right, in finding true community, yeah. and it can be tremendously difficult to, you know, find people who, I wouldn't say chemistry, chemistry but yeah. I would more so say, just like what you've said, um, people who would lead you, right, to Christ, to live a life in Christ, right, right. to grow, to to just grow in Christ, right? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And it just, it just has, it's this experience, it reminds me of Proverbs 27, verses 17, as iron sharpens iron, mm. so one person sharpens another. Right, and right. That, that is remarkable quality. <laughs> yeah, and, if, and I'll, I'll just, I'll just, I guess, conclude here. If, if, um, if you have two friends and they both know that friendship with Jesus is, isn't just a want, it's a necessity. You've set yourself up um, <laughs> in a good way. And um, that friendship has the opportunity to grow. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a way to conclude this episode. Man, Joel, honor and privilege. Uh, I'm honored, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me on, man. I appreciate it, really. Absolutely, man. And... Yeah. Yeah, man. So we'll definitely talk and, and thank you so much, man. Of course. All right, everybody. Hope that you enjoy today's episode. And I think that <laughs> I think that <laughs> I really think low key. <laughs> we may spoil it. We may spoil it. Part two. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, be blessed, and I see you all in the next episode.